Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Well, they did it, folks. Yeah, the Salem City Council completely ignored hours testimony against the new tax, and they voted to impose it. Well, at least some of them did. Not everybody did. So... How about those folks, the members of the city council, what are you going to do about their vote to impose this draconian payroll tax, which is exactly what it is? What are you going to do about it? Let me suggest to you something that just happened last night to a state representative. I'm going to share that with you because that might be an interesting way of, well, of expressing your disapproval. I've got emails about this. We'll get into that today. Also, uh, the public camping ban in Portland went into effect and nobody's enforcing it. It's a gateway pundit story. Not only are they not enforcing it, but the news today is that they got sued over it. So you can't manage homelessness with the the code, a camping ban, because you get sued. And then Multnomah County. Multnomah County, well, apparently the world, and certainly Oregon, and even feckless Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler. Yeah, apparently uh, Multnomah County didn't like, or the people didn't like the react. The people reacted negatively. I'll say it correctly here. Um, definitely heard uh, Multnomah County definitely got a lot of pushback, folks. They suspended the program they announced yesterday. You know, this is the one handing out safe smoking supplies to fentanyl users. That's the headline, by the way, in the fish wrap. Ted Wheeler said it's wrong. Channel 12 this morning had had uh, interviews with people who are former users who are involved in trying to mentor and get people off of drugs. You know, the recreational drug folks that travel to Oregon and, you know, because you can not only get high here legally, but the state and the cities will give you all kinds of services for free, especially if you're an illegal alien. Yes, they'd spent 82000 Thank you, Amanda. They had spent Multnomah County Public Health saying, hey, this is going to make the problem better. Really? Everybody today said no. That I saw today. Everybody today saw the reactions of the people involved the professionals involved in trying to get people clean and get them whole again, get them off drugs. 
They said, all you're doing is making it easier. You're facilitating them. They spent $82,000. Had to suspend it. Well, and then the spokesman said, well, we're, we're going to uh, reassess our uh, legal options here. Um, you know, just to, to have confidence that what we're doing is, folks, this is a political, stupid, stupidly political decision. Now, this is Multnomah County. This is not Portland. But it, apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? Hmm? We can talk about that today. We can also talk about a county, Josephine County, cut because of politics. They cut OSU extension services in Josephine County, voted two to one. Now, I knew this was going to happen because I got a call from my old buddy, Herman Bertziger, who had led the Republicans in their first walkout in the Senate. He's a Josephine County commissioner now after we got out of the legislature. Because of the woke 4-H and OSU program, Oregon State University programs, they cut funding to them. You see, apparently people in the community got a little upset. When some 4-H participants were wearing T-shirts with Christian symbolism, they were told they had to turn them inside out. Now, Josephine County has been providing OSU Extension with financial support since 1916. And in 96, even imposed a tax levy to support the program. Extension services, as you know, is a government-funded program with local contributions matched, matched by federal and state funding. Now, so what happened? Well, Herman Bertziger said it's a failed program, serving a dwindling number of young people. Why? Because they went woke, folks. And in a rural conservative community, going woke ain't how you do it when you're when you've got your hand out as a government agency for money yeah you don't want in a conservative community to be giving them the middle finger because that's what you're doing now so they've imposed this tax so what are they doing with the money they defund OSU extension because of their woke agenda well, it seems that there is another group that has been formed. It's called Youth and Ag of Josephine County. And it includes students involved in a local ministry. Oh, no, how horrible. Folks, they've grown to nearly 300 members. They're bigger than 4-H. And you know why? Because they ain't woke. Now, what this doesn't say is that they're going to give them money. This is one of the ways you push back. Now, I share that story with you because how should we, those of us in this broadcast area that are upset about the Salem City Council vote, how should we react? 
how should we make our displeasure known legally? How should those counselors who refuse to listen to by far the overwhelming, overwhelming, negative, wrong, or the, or the correct testimony, rather, about this wrong-headed decision, how should we react to it? Well, that's going to be part of tonight's discussion at the political coffee clutch at the Honky Tonk. Six o'clock. Senator Brian Boquist is our main speaker. He's going to give us kind of the the recap of how the legislative session turned out, including the stunning betrayal. Now he stunning betrayal by Tim Canope, who claims he's running for re-election. Folks, the fix is in. Don't believe it. Now I could be wrong. But I fully expect Tim Canope sold us out so he gets appointed to something that pays him a big fat salary. I think that's what's going to happen. And I'm not alone. There are others who think that too. Brian Boquist is going to share with us tonight how the session turned out. What are the next steps forward? How do we win going forward? And how you can participate in that. Now, here's what I want those of you to do. And, and by the way, thank you so much. I've asked Mark Fieldman to come in and if he's able to also give us a quick update on, <clears throat> as you know, his lawsuit was tossed out by the judge. They filed an appeal immediately in the Ninth Circuit Court because the merits of the, the lawsuit have never been judged on. They just, just, this judge just said, ah, you don't have standing. Yeah, he does. At any rate, I've asked him to also show up. And I want to thank all of you who showed up at the last political coffee class. We had 46 people there. It's got to be a record. I'd like to have you show up tonight for Brian Boquist. Ask lots of questions. Because Brian has some very definitive ideas about how to win going forward. One of the things that we do is to keep that pressure on. Your Paige Clarkson, the Marion County DA, filing your corruption complaints against Democrats. The obvious, obvious. So obvious it's ridiculous. And with the Marion County Sheriff, the obvious corruption of the Democrats with the La Mata drug money getting literally bags of cash that were not initially even um, noted in violation of federal and state law. That's one of the ways. So tonight, Brian Boquist, political coffee clutch at the Honky Tonk Show up, folks. And if you did, and, and many of you have because I've gotten emails from you, and I just thank, thank you for making your corruption complaints. If you made a corruption complaint, please come and tell Senator Boquist what you did. In fact, if you did, print it off and give it to him. Tonight, 
Political Coffee Clatch, Senator Boquist will be there at 6 p.m. Please show up. Invite somebody else to show up. Now, tonight um, is Oregon People's Vote meeting. They're going to be at the VFW Hall. It's going to be at the same time. Fair enough. The next Political Coffee Clatch meeting, I believe Anna told me, they're going to be joining us at the Honky Tonk. We'll do the first hour from 6 to 7. They'll do the second hour from 7 to 8. Again, I want to thank you. Thanks so much to Diana. And I want to ask those of you who show up tonight, if Diana's there, she was last time, maybe the last couple of times, personally thank her for giving us this two-hour time block where there's no karaoke. It's just us. We get to take over the restaurant, basically. This is important. Say thank you to her. She stands firm for the cause of liberty. And thanks, Senator Boquist, for standing firm. Now, Brian has indicated he intends to run for re-election, to file for re-election. He's also going to talk about the possibility of then of suing the state over Measure 113 in federal court as being unconstitutional. So come tonight, political coffee clash. Ask him those things. And then let's talk about, I want you all to think about how should you respond to the Salem City Councilors? Now, when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you what happened last night to a state representative. One way that the people expressed their displeasure with this Republican's votes on bills. Maybe that's an idea that could be used with the Salem City Councils. I'm going to share with you all about it when we come back. Don't go away. It's 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to go to a caller. By the way, did you know that um, your tax dollars in Oregon are funding Oregon or um, Health Sciences University, OHSU? Did you know that they have a queer surgeon with pink hair who uses a genital surgery robot to do what? Well, to castrate puberty suppressed boys. It's a robot, folks. And they're doing a high volume of it. It's a World Net Daily story. I actually got this story from, I think, the National Pulse friend of mine. Uh, who used to live in Oregon, yeah, lives in Arizona, now sent this to me, uh, I think it was on Friday. Yes, your tax dollars are being, because we fund, we the taxpayers of Oregon fund huge amounts of money into Oregon Health Sciences U- University. So a queer, lefty, pink-haired surgeon, and I'll put, you can see his, his picture, uses the genital castration robot and he cranks out a lot of them and apparently 
on underage minor children. Again, thank you to all of you Republicans who chose to remain at the legislature and allow House Bill 2002C to be passed because you just made this even more possible. Now, I'm going to go to the caller, and then when I'm finished with the caller, I'm going to share with you what happened to the state representative last night. You don't want to miss this. Let's go to the caller. Caller, good morning. Who are you? Hey, this is Ron. I'm down, I'm down here trying to get back to Oregon for the night. I'm in California. I just left my adopted parents and my adopted sister's brother-in-law. He, he turned 50 last week. And uh, the discussion has been about our state which is unique. <laughs> really? Even in the San okay. Joaquin Valley. Yeah. No kidding. You know, you're about talking what? about the person that uh, the doctor is probably using a robot? Yes. Uh, before they even got across the state line coming down last week, they already announced there's 600, 600 males they got lined up for that operation. Didn't know it was about that hospital, but I remember I heard it on a, on a talk show. And then... To have Salem City Council go through and vote through and, and say wait till 2031 on a tax, I will not work for anybody in the city of Salem. Because why should I give them seven tenths of my eight, you know, eight dollars for every hundred dollars plus that I earn? Because they don't know how to spend their money. They spent their money like drunken sailors. They all mad because the city of Monmouth will not join in their little scamdemic. And shame, shame, shame on those and Mr. Knope. Because he's a liar. And I've talked to him two times. I'm rebuking him. If the moment he runs, I shall come to his area, whoever's running against him, and I will hold him accountable with his donors, to the business folks, and to the citizens and to the shoots, Jefferson, and I believe he covers uh, Crook County. So watch out. Uncle Huck is going to bring the bear claw of truth. Just like John the Baptist. And that is, and and Uncle Huck, thank you for uh, Mm -hmm. for staying active. And I appreciate the fact you've been staying active. And thanks for that report about how people in the San Joaquin Valley are talking about Oregon. Because the news is getting down there as crazy and as wacky as California is. (laughs) It's amazing that Oregon gets mentioned down there. By the way, have a safe trip home, Ronnie. Appreciate it, and, you, I, my and I appreciate you are willing to take the bear claw to people like Canope, who betrayed Senator Boquist and Senator Thatcher. By the way, we're, we're going to try to get Senator and Thatcher in two weeks. At the go ahead and add on Mr. Mannix, because I like to, because you know how prideful I am. He denied me my right to protection with that paramilitary bull sugar bill. And Mr. Conrad, they need to be held fully accountable. They don't need to be back in office. Yep. They sold it out for pieces of silver. Yep. God bless Thank you, Ronnie. I appreciate it. Safe travels coming home. Uh, tonight, again, is the political coffee class. Senator Boquist going to be there 6 p.m. at the Honky Tonk. You do not want to miss it. Now, what happened last night? Well, he just mentioned it. Representative Conrad, who voted for House Bill 2002, the only Republican to do it, and also voted, along with Kevin Mannix, sadly, for the unconstitution, unconstitutional militia bill. So what happened last night? Well, 
Got an email from my old buddy Mark Cosby, activist many of you know. And maybe he'll show up tonight at the political coffee clutch. Here's the headline of the email. It says, how to barbecue a commie pig. House, deal, House District 12, Representative Conrad got protested last night. He writes, tonight some House District 12 citizens showed up at State Representative Charlie Conrad's house to protest him over House Bill 2002, the child mutilation, mutilation bill. The headcount was 15 protesters who set up with a barbecue and a sound system. Sounds like they were intending to have a little fun and stay there a while. I like that. Barbecue and a sound system. He continues, while I missed the event, I was told Miss Conrad, which would probably be Charlie Conrad's daughter, threatened to get a shotgun. Must be a supporter of old Joe, not my president. The sheriff was called instead. Took a deputy an hour to show up. I am told. Deputy talked to Miss Conrad for 20 minutes, walked over to the citizen, said, thanks for keeping it peaceful. One of the citizens walked the deputy back to his car. At some point, Representative Conrad came out and attempted to talk to the crowd to persuade them. Lane County Republicans did a resolution against him, asking him to resign. And he has a primary candidate. So is that a potential way that you could express displeasure to the Salem City Councilor members? who chose to arrogantly ignore the massive will of the people and impose this new tax, like set up a barbecue and a sound system and protest them outside their homes legally on the sidewalk. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 24 minutes before the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is that power of Buick GMC talk line. Great to have you with us today. Hey, did you see the Eugene City Council repealed its proposed natural gas ban? Now, why do you suppose they would do that? You can't get too much more woke than the Eugene City Council. Well, it's because all the people that pushed back. Now, compared to the Salem City Council, this council figured out that their own political future is at stake because of the massive amount of pushback they got. So what should be done with the Salem City Council? Hmm? Now that they, and I mean arrogantly, chose to ignore at least half of them, the absolute will of the people. Virtually nobody wanted, wants this new tax. And yes, it does, apparently, attach itself to state workers. You're going to pay it. You're not exempt. Don't think that your words and your protesting and your testimony doesn't make a difference because it does. 
503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. When we Before we went to the break, I gave you the story of what happened last night at Representative Charlie Conrad's home down in rural Lane County. He was protested by a group of 15 people. They set up a barbecue and a sound system. They had a little fun. The deputy, the, the sheriff's office was called. Took them a while to get there. They probably were in no real hurry. And so they were peaceful. They made their displeasure. Now, I will tell you that if you are, if if I if I was a state, in the years that I was a state representative, it was eight years, if, if a group would have came out and protested me at my home, which, of course, I lived in the country, they'd have had to have stayed on the county road, which they could do. I would not have liked it. It would have made me really uncomfortable. Now, if is this an appropriate way, just one of many appropriate ways to show your displeasure to the city council members? We ought to talk about that tonight at the political coffee clatch at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill starting at 6 o'clock. Senator Bar- Brian Boquist is our guest speaker, and he's going to be talking about all the, the betrayal at the end of the legislative session by Tim Canope, Lynn Findlay, Bill Hansel. What steps you can take, the hope for the future, and answering your questions. He's going to be running for re-election, challenging with a lawsuit, the unconstitutional measure 113, I call it that. You want to join us tonight. That'll be part of what we're going to be talking about. What's the appropriate response? So tonight should, let me ask, let me just throw this out to some of you who are in this radio audience who are going to be there tonight at the political coffee clutch. So should political coffee clutch folks get together with others and go to, and just schedule at each of these city councilors' homes, legally, peacefully, on the sidewalk, should you go ahead and organize a protest like happened to Charlie Conrad? In a moment, we're going to go to our next caller. But, I, you know, I have to remind you, folks, I am so glad, so glad that I have air conditioning in my home. Today, um, the sun's going to be out earlier. It's going to get warmer today. We've got 90 degrees coming back in a few days. If your air conditioning isn't working, be comfortable. Don't be uncomfortable. I came in from the heat yesterday, got into my cool home and thought, wow, how cool to have air conditioning. If yours is not working, call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll fix it for you right away. 503-580-1456. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website. All one word, freedomheatingandair.net. Call them. 580-1456. Doug writes an email about Tuesday's program. There's an occult sleight of hand taking place in the jurisdictional power behind the word art nomenclature of all these new statutes, codes, and taxes. 
that legislatures and city councils create to violate our natural rights. The people need to understand that there's a jurisdictional difference between lawful and legal. Lawful is what is authorized in the Constitution. Legal is statute codes and ordinances that apply corporately. They're separate jurisdictions. Codes and statutes are municipal. They violate the Constitution and only apply to one's corporate fiction. People need to ask themselves, and I am a person, am I a person with natural rights or a corporate fiction with none? We don't know our rights, then we don't have any. That's a good point. Let's go to the phones. Caller, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Hey, Jeff. So, I kind of feel a... Boston Tea Party moment coming on. <laughs> um, and to all you uh, lawyers or people that have legal minds, aren't, aren't they uh, kind of taxing us without representation? Shouldn't we be allowed to vote? Should we file a class action lawsuit uh, because they denied us our right uh, to vote on this thing, Jeff? I think it could be uh, at least a way we could stop the implementation uh, until we get a court ruling whether we have the right as citizens vote on this dang unfair what I consider unlawful <laughs> uh, tax. Uh, right. It is. So I, I kind of like the building momentum here of some kind of a Tea Party moment. So so what what ideas could you come up with? I mean, aside from the one that I just mentioned that happened last night at Charlie Conrad's place, protesting, setting up a sound system, a barbecue, having a party to protest the city councilors. What other ideas could you come up with, Art? Well, Jeff, as you know, I'm a small businessman. Uh, and as a small businessman in, in the city, I'm going to have to pay the tax. And then, of course, my wife, I employ her. So she's going to pay the tax. But as far as the small business goes, uh, I do believe uh, that uh, possibly tying this up in court, getting all the small businesses in the city of Salem to file a class action lawsuit uh, that they didn't allow the people of the city of Salem to vote before they implemented this dang thing. Isn't, isn't that our right as American citizens and citizens of Salem? Well, it is. So here's the question. Um, what about a citizen's petition to repeal the tax? Well, definitely Coupled. that that is one way. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I do believe there should be a vote, period. And then, if the citizens of Salem uh, vote no, then they shouldn't be allowed to tax us, Jeff, period. 
you're right. Art, thank you as always. God bless you. I appreciate you. your, uh, your great gotta ideas. We got to fight. That's Art's um, opinion today. Got an email. Well, let me just quickly read some emails here. Steve writes about the Salem City Council vote. He says, there's an old gypsy curse. You may, may you live 500 years and have diarrhea every day of your life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then Dale writes, is there a recall process for city council members? Recall the mayor while you're at it. I think there is. That's not a bad idea either. Now, one of the things that you could do that's positive out of all of this is to thank the members of the city council who voted no, who voted first. Four of them voted first to send it to a vote of the people. Let the people have their say, as Art just talked about. But then they voted no against it. They were outvoted. Shouldn't you thank them? You should. And when we come back, I'll share with you an email from a state employee who should never be named or will never be named about how this person thanked a council member who voted no last night, but also makes some very important points. Back in a moment. One last segment to go. Tonight, political coffee clatch, 6 p.m. at the Honky Tonk with Senator Brian Boquist. You don't want to miss it. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour, last segment here. Righteous Renovations is one of our great sponsors, Eric Azer. That's his company. And they do uh, just some fantastic work, especially in remodeling or handyman services. You know, you know if you, if you need to do a bathroom, maybe you want to do a kitchen, you can see the great work that he has done. But he also does tile work, window and door trim, door and window installation, decks, fences, all of that. But well, the most important thing is the attention to detail because he lives his personal faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in how he interacts with you. And that's really important. His goal is to always put your wants and needs and desires and your satisfaction first. And if you look at some of the great before and after pictures and read the customer testimonials, you'll see that's really true. Now, I know because Eric's going to be doing some work for me, door trim, window trim, floor trimming inside my home. He really enjoys that kind of thing. So it's one of the things I'm going to have him do for me. So you should, you know, if you're thinking about doing something of this nature, remodeling, or a new addition even, why don't you give him a call? Righteous Renovations. Eric Azer, his number is 341-3816. 503-341-3816. Check out his website, righteousrenovations.com. Righteous 
Innovations.com. Rich writes an email. says, speaking of tax increases, due to the state's rating by my insurance company, it has raised my car insurance. See the Northwest Observer's article. Thank you for being a woke state. Yeah. Yep. All our rates are going up. Thank you. Not really. So, one of the ways that we mentioned that you could express your displeasure with the Salem City Council is filing a petition. You see, I'm going to go back to Eugene here. Eugene City Council passed this ban on natural gas, on new construction for natural gas. People got organized. I mean, they were organized ahead of the vote. They, they opposed it. It was massively against it, okay? It passed on a five to three vote. The next month, opponents of the Eugene ban on natural gas turned in 12,000 signatures to put it up to a public vote. And then shortly after that, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals struck down a similar ban passed by the city of Berkeley, California. Now, Councilor Mike Clark, guy I've known for a long time, one of the few Republicans on the Eugene City Council, said, I don't remember a ballot measure that's been certified as quickly and has gotten twice the number of required ballot signatures within the short period of time. That's right. Now, that tells you something big's going on out there amongst the people, just like with this new city of Salem payroll tax. Hint, hint. But you got to love how the city councilors who voted for the natural gas ban are introducing... Well, they asked, they, they passed last night two additional motions directing city manager to explore ways around it. You see, the counselor, one counselor, Lindsay Leach, said it doesn't have to look like a ban. Think about that. Basically, we want to ban it, but let's just kind of hide it so it doesn't look like a ban. Because we're going to, we're going to force this down your throat no matter what. By the way, one of the city councilors, Jennifer Yeh, voted for the ban. She said it was the right thing to do. She says in this article that she remembered learning about climate change in school. It feels like now I'm the adult and we've made so little progress. She felt like supporting the gas ban, it was just a small sacrifice. She got brainwashed in schools, folks. Another reason to fight. But I go back to the story. Putting it to a vote of the people is exactly what needs to happen here. A petition needs to start today. Somebody needs to go file a petition today to put this to a vote of the people. Now, you want to talk about an issue 
that conservatives could get behind. This is it. This is absolutely it, folks. You want to talk about an issue that could make a difference in the next elections, like school boards, like the next city council election, like the next legislative elections? This is it. Giving people the right to vote on a new tax. Even some of the lefty, you know, state workers who support the public employee unions. I'll bet you a bunch of them don't like this new tax. I bet you a bunch of them would actually sign a petition. Volunteers need to be organized. And maybe we should talk about that tonight at the political coffee clatch at the honky tonk. Brian Boquist is our speaker tonight, state senator. Maybe we should talk about a petition in addition to having a party protest in front of each of the city councilors' homes. Maybe recall. Let's talk about it all tonight, don't you think? I think we should. I know. Art wonders, how many employees are going to ask for raises, Jeff, because they can't afford to live with this ridiculous tax increase? Perhaps the radio station should lead the way. Yeah, the radio station probably wouldn't do that for a host of reasons, because it needs to come from the people. Now, that doesn't mean that we won't help facilitate a both recall petitions, that we won't help facilitate the signing of like parties to and events to sign a petition to put it to a vote. Yeah, because I'm sure we probably would. Because every one of our employees at KSLM are going to pay for this. Now, I'm not an employee, and I don't live in the city of Salem, so it ain't going to apply to me, but all of those of you who do, you will. You're going to pay it. Family of two workers, 1000 bucks a year. Thank you, Joe Biden, for inflation. Thank you, city councilors, for now just making it even worse. Let's talk about it all tonight. Political coffee clatch at the Honky Tonk, 6 o'clock. Don't miss State Senator Brian Boquist and his recap of the legislative session. See you tomorrow, folks, or see you tonight. <laughs>